All right, everybody, welcome to an early edition, mm. the early bird edition of Leafs Talk. J.D. Bunkus, Sam McKee. Buddy, was there any doubt in your mind when Nylander took that puck in overtime that he was going to score? I was sitting here with my wife, uh, Allison, and I, when he picked it up, when he cut back towards the boards with that pivot that was just so gross, I'm like, he's going to score. Said that out loud. Said that out loud. Yeah. I'm like, he's going to score. The way he cuts in, he's done. He's scored on the, with that edge work in overtime, like, a lot of times in his career. And just as soon as he cut in shoulder down, I'm like, he takes her to the net. He's going to score. I, you guys, that is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. You guys named the last podcast. Uh, I think it's Nylander plays hometown hero. The one I didn't get to do you Kipper and born. I, I don't, it's just name it the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just give it the same name. You said that he didn't get player of the game. He didn't yeah, get the first the star. Third star. Yeah. But dude, that's going to be, <laughs> The way things are going for Nylander. put in a call. He's like, you can't give no. him first star. <laughs> no, I was going to say, the way things are going for him, that's going to be the worst thing that happens to him all year. They're going to look back on this year for Nylander and be like, what was uh, the bad thing? He's like, there was one game where I got third star in Sweden. <laughs> that's it. That's oh, the worst thing man. that's going to happen. He is living a charmed life. There's yeah. nobody that is more in the zone and having a greater time than him. Like, if you had the power rank who you would want to be on the planet right now. He's in the conversation. The guy's in Sweden showing his teammates around, having the time of his life, getting big hugs from Matt Sundin, scoring game-winning goals in front of his entire family in Sweden. He's going to get paid, I don't know, $11 million next year. Mm -hmm. He's going to hold this team over a barrel or the rest of the league if he ends up going somewhere else. Like, may we all just experience one year of our lives. (laughs) And obviously not like this. But just me, we all have one year that we can look back and say, this was, that was our year. That was the year I had. But a year, I'd take an hour of Willie's life right yeah. now. Are you crazy? Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah, right let me microdose right Nylander's life right, right now. Let me right just now until noon. Right now until yeah. noon. I'll take that. <laughs> like, give me. <laughs> I, yeah, that, listen, that was just awesome. And, you know, I, I think there's probably a lot of people that are wondering why they had to go over there during the regular season. And, you know, it's, it's a big thing for them and you're fighting the jet lag and taking them out of the rhythm of the regular season. But to me, it's easy to say this now, but this week has just been 10 out of 10. And I think a lot of that has to be do with being a 35 year old Leaf fan with all the, the content of Matt Sundin and the, yeah. the, the Swedish connections and just seeing that picture yesterday of Willie getting hugged by Matt Sundin with their huge grins on their face. Like I was like, give this guy 13. I don't care. Keep him a leaf. Like I just, he likes Sundin. Sundin likes him. Keep him. Like it's just, this has been an amazing success for the Leafs and the type of trip that maybe can bring them together a little bit. Like there's no way they haven't had an incredible time. And to have it end like this is just amazing. I, uh, what do you think about the most emotion I've ever seen Michael Nylander show? I'm old enough to remember his career. (laughs) It wasn't (laughs) that, that was, I, I can't believe he did that. That's how stoked the Nylander family is for them playing games here. And the way that Williams playing is that, He's got his dad jumping out of his seat. And yeah, the, the whole Nylander clan celebrating like that. I, I agree with you. Uh, I was going to do this. I, I'll probably do this a little bit more long mm-hmm. form on my pod tomorrow morning, just about what this has meant to the Leafs. But I, I'm with you. I think there's a long haul element here. And now the Leafs got four points. If I can't imagine. I know this is probably a little bit of straw manning. I can't imagine that there are too many people like this. But I saw a touch of it. The whole, hey, this is really hard on the team, the regular season. Why are they playing regular season games here? Come on, out of out, for all the teams, right? The Leafs regular season, the team that we talk about, <laughs> a meaningless regular season, Great meaningless point. regular season. And then someone's going to actually turn around and say, 
how could they do this to our precious regular season? Like, <laughs> shut up. This was awesome. This awesome. was really, this was really, really cool. This was great. And I yeah. do think, at least I hope that the Leafs will have experienced this mm-hmm. and that it will make them tighter as a team, that they're going to come back from this thing and they're going to maybe not look great the first week back. That first game, who do they play? Chicago next on, at 2 p.m. on Black Friday. Actually, that's good for them because they'll have the big. They better look amazing in that game because they'll have the upper hand on Sweden oh, yeah. time. Yeah. So <laughs> that game, they better dominate. But yeah. after that, maybe they look a little sleepy. I just I'm a big believer in team sports, guys coming together and feeling a connection to one another. For and I think sure. that you actually saw it with their play the way that they've just been a little bit nastier in front of their own net and sticking up for one another lately. I just, I think that this is a, like a, a 20 out of 10 positive trip. There's, yep. there's zero negatives for me. hundred percent agree. And like, yeah, if they lay an egg on next Friday against the Blackhawks, I think we'll all survive. I think, you know, it's like, yep. Oh, we'll... we watched the Leafs lay an egg in a regular season game. It would have <laughs> never happened in Toronto. <laughs> They would never play down to an opponent yeah. ever. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I think a lot of it just has people be like, you know, spin zone for people who didn't like this trip. Be like, Hey, you have an excuse now for when they ultimately fail at the end of the year. Like they always do. You can be like, ah, was that Sweden trip. Sweden trip. Yeah. <laughs> Too many meatballs. Yeah. I don't, I, uh, I, I think we're straw manning a bit. I think most people think good. that this was awesome and that, yeah, it's really hard to dislike it, but can yeah, I... he does. Oh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, gonna that. say he does tie the, NHL active streak, 17 points or 17 games in a row with a point mm-hmm. tying Connor McDavid is, is pretty cool. I didn't realize Sundin had such a long point streak with the Nordiques until today. Yeah. That was a news flash to me. Uh, but yeah, obviously given the different scoring eras, this is just unbelievably impressive, right? Like it, just finding a way to be around it. Cause I actually thought this was going to be the ultimate cheapy one where he continued the streak and then he scores the game winner and you're like, all right, okay. Yeah, never mind. And then never mind that cheap angle. So can we talk about how the Leafs played one good period of hockey combined to get four points in this, on this trip now? Is that allowed or you think they played a full good period? No, I was going to say combined, I guess, throughout the two games, they played a good period. Yeah. I I'll tell you this though. This is where that I do give them a reprieve. Like, did you think Minnesota was awesome? Did you think Detroit no, was Minnes- awesome? Did I think, think Minnesota's bad. I think they're bad, yeah. bad. And the Leafs yeah. were so much better than them for a lot of that game. And they just completely stopped playing. Like they got up three Morgan Riley scores that goal. Was that the start of the third, right? That he, he kind of yeah. sifts one through. And then they did not take a stride for the rest of that period. Like it was a really, really bad showing for them, but for them to get the point, you can wash it away. But yeah, like I wouldn't say that the Leafs, play throughout these two games in Sweden to get four points is excellent, but I'm sure there'll be lots of stuff for the coaching staff to have a look at after this being like, yeah, we sucked a lot during this. Like there was not a ton of great play for them, but that's what I guess they are. They're, they're, you know, top heavy, their skill. They can, they can pull through this kind of stuff, but yeah, I didn't think they played mm-hmm. very well for a lot of this trip. Yeah. I, I, the thought I had coming out of this was thank God Nylander was so pivotal and important to this series sure. because if you were a Swedish hockey fan and you saw all these games, you went, we've got better guys in Modo. <laughs> you know, like this, this is, this is not better. Modo hockey, could right? beat these guys. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did not think that the entire trip was very good hockey. No. I, I, to me, this is not a effort thing. This is not a going out and boozing too much thing. Maybe there's a little touch of that, but no, for me, this is just, 
they're creatures of habit, dude. Mm-hmm. Play a professional athlete now more so than ever. Just getting them off their schedule for a little while, it it, it screws them up. These guys need their meal at the same time, their nap at the same time, the game to start at the same time, right? And you can get away with it for a day or two, but being thrown in for travel like this, think about how you feel when you travel, right? Like the first couple of days where you go, what time is it? What? And then imagine having to perform at a peak athletic level. I'm not trying to make excuses for these guys. Yeah, I don't I know. think that they played very well. I, I think you're allowed to say that, but this isn't one where I go, oh my God, the warning signs and the this and the that. I just, I'm chalking this one up to... They played in two games in Sweden and all the other teams looked the exact same way. It wasn't, it didn't, it didn't look like NHL hockey for large stretches of play. Yep. That's fair. Um, by the way, jet lag, I, uh, I think is one of the biggest farces in the world. It's easy to get over jet lag. And I honestly don't really get jet lag. You just power through power through, you know, you're just like, Oh, you're a little tired. Guess what? Everybody's tired all the time. It's just what it is. Just power through that jet lag. I really don't this believe is an in interesting lag. take coming from a guy who literally has said to me more than any other person in my yeah. entire life. I'm tired. Yeah. Guess what? That's what I mean. I'm tired. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just you know, I, jet lag doesn't change my thoughts on anything. Yeah. I go I power through it. You know, you go on yeah. a trip away. It's like, oh, I'm so tired. It's jet lag. I just have yeah. a Peroni and you'll be fine. It'll get through yeah. it. And I really well, have no problem. That's with the it. thing. No, no, no. See, but you just unlocked the biggest thing with jet lag is that the biggest key to unlocking jet lag is booze. Yeah, <laughs> so, guess what? They had yeah. some. Well, yeah, they, they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> some boys had a few drinks. Anyway, to yeah. me, this is pretty excusable. Like, you yeah. even just think about the way the boards play here and guys just how many times did the puck leave? Like, go over the boards or into a bench or a puck bounced a weird way. It just it felt like guys were off kilter. They were having a really tough time adjusting to the arena, to the time zone, to mm-hmm. the, yeah, to everything, just everything about it. I will say this though, like, you know, you mentioned that did the Leafs play a good period combined or however we put it in this, this entire trip. Yeah. I thought that Marner Matthews and Nyes were super dangerous tonight. Obviously they get on the score sheet a couple of times. I, I just liked their game. They've been pretty quiet. I think everybody mentioned it. I'm guessing that those guys felt it a little bit and they wanted to close that road trip feeling well. But yeah, I, I liked their game as a line uh, like tonight more than I have in the, yeah, just, just recently. I, th- this play to me is such a great, just team goal. Look at Gio jumping mm-hmm. up there. I, yeah, like one of the Kipper's hobby horses about the Leafs is that they're not a great passing team, that they don't pass a ton from the center ice position, which is something that I've always kind of watched for with them. And I kind of agree with it on them. And to see this, it's like, that's nice. That's a breakout yeah. where how many guys touch the puck there? Everybody goes to the right place. Nyes gets into a dangerous position with his stick up, ready to fire, puts it right on net right away. It goes in. It's a that was a really nice goal for this line. And mm-hmm. I can't help but notice old Geo jumping up here. I, of course. Geo to me, I don't know, maybe it's just because he's an old guy and he's like on Toronto time and it's 8 a.m. here and he just like old guys, yeah. they work best like at seven. <laughs> mall walking in sweden <laughs> maybe it's like the north york in him he's at like the construction yeah. site at like 7 30 yeah. working his hardest i don't know what it is yeah. but he had jumped today he's had jumped mm-hmm. the whole season but today in particular i thought he looked faster than he's looked like maybe it's just the, the they got to start games earlier for him so he can get it out of the way and you know have his afternoon nap Great. but he really was he looked awesome today so uh yeah that was a nice goal for that line and not you're right I think the second line has kind of taken up a lot of the oxygen because they've really started to improve, especially Nylander. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Bertuzzi seems to really found a role on there. Um, uh, Neil, uh, sorry, uh, Tavares has looked really good. 
But to me, that line needs to really get humming. And if they can get these top two lines going with what they've had in the bottom half of their lineup, they can really, really start to hum here. I'm just, the only thing I'm worried about is the decor, obviously. But yeah, their forward group's looking pretty deep at the moment. Yeah, okay. So, by the way, speaking of Gio, that 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 goal, you're right. Just the, the team element of it actually yeah. reminded me of, remember when we used to watch highlights of the San Antonio Spurs ball movement? Yeah. Where it would go like, hey, everybody got a touch. Everybody got to, and then the Spurs, they move the ball, move the ball. That was the Leafs goal. But have you ever watched, I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've watched this, the highlight reel. Uh, What year was it? They beat the heat in the final. Uh, The year after Ray Allen hit that shot. Yeah. The year they came back and it was the same, the final. And it's like, they beat the heat in five games. And there's a highlight reel on YouTube of their passing in that series. And it's just like the most beautiful basketball ever played. It's It's absurdly good. Anyways, that's just aside. After our show. After yeah. our show, go watch that. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, you're already on YouTube and you yeah. should leave five stars since yes. we, or, you know, you should hit the thumbs up. You should leave five stars since you did those two things. I don't know how the hell Gio didn't score here. It's a great <laughs> shot by Tavares. Somehow that doesn't go in. It's crossbar and down. And then Giordano <laughs> falls. Like, rewind this. This is one of the craziest bounces ever. Just how? <laughs> yeah. How? Exactly a Mona Lisa there. <laughs> but just, so I don't know how it's not in on the shot. But then that no part of his body, and then he dives into the net and keeps it out himself. It's just, I like, I'm at a loss for words at this thing. I sat there. I went, there's absolutely no way that this puck didn't go in the net, uh, which I think I've been, I'm 0 for 3 this year on, yeah. oh no, they're definitely going to blow, blow the, the horn. horn. I'm 0 for 3. Uh, the refs, 3 for 3. They're dead on it. They, they, they're seeing it tonight. Actually, that by the way, did you have a harder time following the puck in Sweden? No, I think it was just eight AM, but <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just I I, I don't you know. Watched I watched the game was, in bed. You, you were yeah, I did. I did watch the game in bed. I won't lie. I I watched, and I thought I was only gonna watch the first period in bed, and then I watched the entire game in bed. I did. No, I did. I I thought it was harder to follow the puck. I felt like an American at points where I was like, "Where is it? It's over there." I was just. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was I was having a tough go this morning. Uh, okay, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I really like Giordano. Okay, um, what's next? What is next? Uh, what did you think of Wool tonight? Uh, didn't or today like, this morning. What did you think of Wool this morning? Hated the first goal. Um, yeah, same. Thought the first goal was soft, 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 soft. Like it's a flutter puck. He sees it the whole way. Maybe it had a touch of dip on it, bit of a slider. Maybe that's why he didn't mm-hmm. like it. The other two that went in, I guess the, the other one was kind of from the same spot, but it was through more of a traffic. It was a nicer shot by Middleton. And the third goal, it's like, that's just hockey. Hard yeah. puck to the front of the net, goes off a skate, goes in. It's like not many goalies are stopping that. But I think he made a couple pretty good. He's he's just a different style of goalie. He doesn't make like the really spectacular saves because he's really positional and he's really solid. Mm-hmm. Thought he had a nice save in overtime where he kind of split, did the splits going to his left, I guess it would have been. He he really is good at the splits. So I thought he was solid, didn't like the first goal. But outside of that, I thought he was pretty good. I, I, I'm i feeling pretty good with where the goaltending's at, the Leafs, after Samsonov on that friday samson on friday and uh wall today i thought he was pretty good so the first period was horrible the first goal was his worst of the season so far sure. but also just the first period in general it felt like he was skittish he didn't have very good rebound control it just it it didn't it didn't feel like a great period Leafs mm-hmm. didn't play very well in the first period i they they were lucky though that the second half of it they just kept pucks away from wool. And yeah. I, I did wonder what the game would have been like had Minnesota just been able to muster a few more shots. Second, he was brilliant. 
one of his better periods. He made mm-hmm. some awesome saves. And then third was just kind of, yeah, fine, mediocre. So I, I just, I thought that, you know, we're watching the game. Our guys, Kipper and Bourne, they gave uh, a ton of love to him because of the second, or like he was the story of the second intermission. Mm-hmm. But overall, I just thought, yeah, the game was on, on balance, just just okay. Um, yeah, I, I like, I, I didn't really think that he was much of a story, to be honest. I thought, no, he no. just, he was, he played net today. He was the story of the second period, though. He, For he sure. really was. The second period, he was the story. And, yeah. and I, I just think like, yeah, it was a little up and down. It's just to me now he's let in a bunch of goals from the outside, which he was so good at to start the season. That was basically what was making him the undeniable starter of the Leafs was that he wasn't letting in the softies. And now that we're starting to see a guy play more, we're starting to see those ones go in every once in a while. But yes, overall a good game. A few point um, shots, say eh? beating him. Yeah, I, like d- just maybe a, the book uh, getting his yeah. eyes. I don't know. Maybe that's something they all scout and report that other teams are seeing on him. That I think that's just the team that was peppering it towards. Yeah, the net. maybe that's all wide open shooting lanes. Yeah. Good scouting um, report by me. That. Goalies get beat when they can't see it when shots from the point. Yeah, it's a new thing yeah. in hockey. Hasn't happened a lot. Yeah, I know. It's like we really scouted that. <laughs> I'm I, all I over it. You, um, the third goal for Minnesota. I just it made me miss watching Zuccarello on a meaningful team. Guys, yeah, he's, he's a good player. Just an awesome player. Just one yeah. of those guys that every time you watch him, you're like, how do people? He he is just one of those dudes where the only thing you can say about him is underrated because no one talks about him enough, mm-hmm. but everyone gets it. Like no one actually thinks he's underrated. Right. But you have to say it because we should change the definition of that. Just under discussed, right. Or mm-hmm. properly appreciated, but never discussed is Matt Zuccarello. What a gamer. Anyway. Um, the Marner slash. Mm, glad you brought it up. That was gonna be my next thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Uh, God, I love that. That was, mm. I think, I don't know. Did you think it was a penalty beforehand? Like, I thought that was just two guys kind of falling. No, that was fine. That was yeah. a fine play. Big man versus yeah. small man. And yeah. then he's pissed off and he hacks them pretty good. But holy yeah. hell, send the Oscars over to Sweden for Joel. My God, he slashed him on the he slashed him on the shin pad side of the shin pad. He sold that pretty good, which I uh, I get. It was on the side. It's in the shin pad. He's fine. Anyways, uh, love the slash. I, love I the good. slash by Marner. Uh, I think, honestly... Since they had the meeting after Marchand, they've been way better and way greasier. Like, I truly think that they actually have made a, a, an effort to play more like this. And I know that's resulted in a few penalties. We can look back at that Canucks game where they got a couple instigators because guys jumped in right away. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. This stuff matters. And it truly, like, brings guys together to have greasiness on a hockey team. And even, like, in front of the net, they're way more gritty. Like they're just punching guys and they're always like in the face. As soon as anyone's near the goalie, they're grabbing on. They're doing way more than they have in years past. So we hated the Marshawn thing, obviously, but like it has kind of changed them. I feel like I really do think that they've made a cost, a different effort since that happened to do it. So uh, I loved it. Love the greasiness. I, I just, I don't think you can have it both ways. There's people that want this team to stick up for one another, but then they get upset if they're going to take yeah, the no. penalty. Like, no penalties happen are there times where they really frustrate you are there are there really dumb penalties right are there selfish penalties that Mm -hmm. really can drive you nuts a hundred percent does that one is that one a little borderline in that category i would say it's it's borderline if you didn't like that penalty i could see the case for it obviously Mm -hmm. i don't mind it though it's just how many penalties does mitch take in a year right yeah how many times has he taken a, a penalty and how many times has he ever taken one where it's like he's sticking up for himself and doing one like that I, I didn't mind it it's just hey you're gonna bowl me over you're gonna crush me into the ice i'm a star player in the league i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a love tap i'm gonna yeah, yeah i'm gonna lay the lumber on the back of your legs i i don't mind it at all and 
I thought Bourne said it really well during the intermission. When when is it a good time to take a penalty? Like there's never a time where like good time, good time. Yeah. That was it. Just yeah, like these guys are sticking up for themselves. They're playing with a little bit more edge. I think a lot of people have been looking for that type of intensity, as you mentioned, from this team and from their star players. So I'm really not going to crucify a guy who has a moment where he shows some passion and he sticks up for himself and he he takes two minutes that doesn't bite them in the ass. I thought that one of the bigger stories for this team was just the penalty kill on this trip in general. Like, yeah. I don't know how much of it has to do with just the the ice in Sweden, the style of play in Sweden, the fact that it just it didn't feel like a ton of offensive threatening games. But yeah, they were what eight of eight on the trip, yeah. seven of seven. I don't think they gave one up. <laughs> and yeah. the uh, I guess you, the Red Wings penalty uh, power play is definitely better than the Wilds power play. But you mm-hmm. still got to, you know, you, you, they had a lot of penalties and they killed them all off. And that's been one of my biggest worries with this team is their penalty killing. But I, I still think they gave up a, a lot of clean looks today. On the, I thought, you know, they there was still a lot of zone time. There's still a lot of pressure. There's always going to be that on the power play. Your goaltender's like, you know, the stupid old saying about your goaltender being the best penalty killer or whatever. But like, yeah, it's it's nice to see them not going in every 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 penalty because it really felt like that for a stretch of games it was yeah they're gonna give one up or maybe two every game like it was really really bad there so this is a nice little confidence builder for that for that unit yeah anything else for you uh yeah jobo can we get that can we get that picture of willie on the talk show can you can bring that up for us oh Unreal. Oh my God, man! That's what I'm saying, though, about a year of Nylander is just this is he's like undeniably it's just the confidence I, to do this is just. I love that he's wearing the same shirt as the female host. They're Did the they shirt. ask him to take his tarp off? Like, was he wearing an undershirt? He showed up with something else. I don't know, like, but what's this the story to this, there's no way that he just showed up to do the talk show. Guns <laughs> out like this, like I refuse. Even the confidence is to say, look at the hair, the look, man, just. I gotta he's, tell you, I might take it. I might take down the wedding photo that's on my mantle and put this one up because this yeah. picture is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, every Leaf fan should have this in their house. <laughs> it's so good. Like he looks yeah. like he should be a movie. Like, I don't even know what he looks like there, but it's just the flow is unbelievable. The smile. Yeah. I he is such a superstar over there. I, I love it. And you know, oh. I sent a tweet about the contract. You know, it sucks that we have to talk about it like this, but. At this point, it's just, it's going to get done. It's going to be more than they want. I think, obviously, at this point, it's going to be, he's like, what is he, three, third or fourth in the league in scoring? It may be cl- getting closer to the 12 than it is to the 11, but I, I think they're probably just going to get it done here. They're going to bite the bullet, right? Like, there's just no way. If he wants to be here, and you just can't let him go. Yeah, I don't think that you can just let him go, but yeah, anyway, I don't, I don't want to do this talk. We got it. Why not? Well, it's just I, I think that the Leafs are going to have to pay him. Uh, yeah. He said that he's been open to in-season negotiations all year long. I actually think it's it's such a tough thing to to decide on because, you know, you're trying to buy him at a high right now, right? He's on a 17-game point streak, but yeah. I don't know how much the number is, like, fluctuating one way or the other. This isn't, like, live betting where he goes through a three-game slump and then the number comes down to something. You know, it's just the number has probably been the number. It probably hasn't changed too much. Maybe it's gone up a little bit based on the way that he's played. Yeah. Because they just know that there's going to be such a huge market for him in free agency. But yeah, let's just say if they do pay him, I'm not convinced that they should just continuously run back the idea of having all their money tied up in, you know, uh, a couple of guys from year over year over year. Like 
the playoff success is going to be matter to me. I, I love seeing a guy succeed in the regular season. But he has he, he has played well in the playoffs. He has played well in the playoffs, but this team has not gotten past the first round in yeah. eight years. And so I'm not just going to start giving out proclamations of, the Leafs should keep the whole band together forever and ever and ever and just keep rolling back the same results because the guy's having a hot regular season. Like, I'm just not doing that. I'm not, that's why I'm not, I'm just not having the conversation right now. If they want to pay him, that's great. But if they want to make this the, like the, the core of the team moving forward, or that this is just going to be every single year for the rest of time, I'm not doing that well, anyway. I, uh, I don't, I don't think they need to keep all of them, but they need yeah. to keep him. I think I that's say. pretty much the public consensus right now is I, I think it's pretty, you know, if we, I talked about straw man earlier. I don't think that there's people right now going, let Nylander walk, <laughs> you know, enjoy the season and then let him walk. No, Who but like you're, but you're saying about the core thing about, you yeah. know, running it back. You know, I, you don't necessarily have to run. Anyways, we don't have to do. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Let's just do this game. Let's just, Hey, great trip in Sweden. Um, Let's not awesome. Awesome trip. Uh, one more thing. I think they got to find somebody to play defense outside of Benoit. Uh, he scares me a lot. Hey guy, he's, he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. He's filling in there. He's doing his best, but man, they got to, they got to fill that spot pretty quick. Yeah. The first goal of the game is yeah. Benoit just not yeah. being able to move and yeah. retrieve a puck. And then it goes across and it's a bad goal, but so it's, it's both guys, but he basically got uh, completely absolved from the first goal because it was an awful let in by Wolf. but yeah. had it been a tough shot, had it been a tip, then the highlight would have gone over to the corner and been like, Hey, what the hell happened? A lot of lost puck battles for the Leafs. Yeah, in this this game today. Just thought the, they, the they, wild. That's kind of what they got. They're like, oh, they're that heavy, gritty team. They yeah. they bleed chances the entire time, but they'll they'll grind you down. Yeah, I, you know they they're in a tough spot with all that dead money on their cap after they bought yeah. out Parise and 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 Suter or whatever. But yeah, they did lose a lot of puck battles today. I thought, but uh, yeah. Hey, quickly, got one more thing for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Max Domi ever going to score? Probably not. Galley was talking about it on the broadcast. Hey man, you're between the hash marks. How about you let her rip? Like he's go, he's passing it to a guy that's basically on the goal line. I know Robertson's the shooter, but like you gotta find a way to get one in the net here, buddy. Like it's what I know he's playing well and he's he's really helped that that third line. But you know, it'd be nice to see him shoot one in here. How many how many assists does he end up having this year? I don't even know. Like is he eight or nine assists? Ten assists? Is he up that high? But like, I would like to see him shoot one in the net. And it just feels like he's really fighting it from that perspective. He's not shooting it when he's in the spot. Like I, did, I, I remember him being more of a shooter when he played on other teams. Not, I know he's a pass first guy, but like, feels like he's almost afraid to shoot it at this minute. You know what it's reminded me of? Caberlet. Yeah, he's got, yeah. Is he afraid to shoot it syndrome? Like he just never does. Yeah. He's got Caberlet syndrome. On the net, man. Just every once in a while. Like obviously you want to make the right play. And clearly you fashion yourself a playmaker, but every once in a while, you just got to grip it and rip it. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised after he had that penalty shot, right. Where yeah. he just went like, Oh my God, you can do that. So do, do that. that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give like that the, a go. Give the that toe a go. Drag, rip off the back foot bar down in the shootout. Maybe try yeah. that one in the game. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be hockey Ben Simmons, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 20 shots in his first 16 games. So, yeah, so, uh, all right, let's wrap this thing up. Yep. You can listen to my podcast tomorrow morning. Uh, so get that. Subscribe to the J.D. Bunkers podcast. Subscribe to Real Kipper and Born so you can see Sammy later. But you can watch him on television. So fancy. Uh, I was at the bar the other day, Thursday, watching you guys all there. Yeah. No sound. We're the, buddy, we're the number one sports bar show. 
Like yeah, every sports bar. <laughs> okay, at least they're all handsome, so it works. Yeah. It works. You know, it's a good, <laughs> good looking crew a lot. So I enjoy it in the bar. I was going to say, at least Borny's hot. So it's just like, yeah. oh, you get to look at him with no that sound. It's like, oh, yeah, he looks good. <laughs> uh, subscribe to both those shows. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JD Bunkus at Sam A. McKee. Uh, hit the thumbs up button if you're watching this on YouTube. Hit the five stars if you're listening on Apple or Spotify. And you can even leave a little review if you're on Apple. One of those things would be great. Uh, we always appreciate it. Uh, we will see you. Actually, you will see him. I'm off again. It's going to be another edition of the Kipper and Born oh, yeah. You on the Friday. So it'll be you guys. And then we'll be back on. Are they going to play Saturday this week? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Yes, who? Right. So I'll be back Saturday. Kyle, Kyle, what? Kyle Dubas's Penguins, bud. Yeah, on Saturday in, pa- yeah, in big Pittsburgh, one. big yeah. one. So Connor Bedard and Kyle Dubas weekend coming up. So make yeah. sure you're subscribed to the feed. All right. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.